a mysterious braid of yarn that exhibits various strange properties when things are done to it. A fountain pen, which seems to assume control of the limb grasping it. What exactly are the things this yarn can do? What could possibly be the motivation of a pen? Find out on this episode of the SCT Podcast. Episode 33, SCP-066, and 067. For testing purposes, editing Eli and future both of us, just in case we forget, I am not using the uh, USB condenser for uh, for uh, Discord call today. Uh, just testing this to see if during recording of the SCT SCP podcast episodes, if my headset mic will work. Thank you. Oh fuck! No, I need. To... <laughs> now, now you need. Now you ready for the honking? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Oh, it's oh. gonna sound awful in this mic. It's you know the you know like the super like crazy bass boosted like <laughs> like that's what exactly it's like it's like <laughs> in this mic it sounds great. <laughs> Oh, I kind of want to put that in an episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the podcast known as Secure, Contain, and Talk. My name is Eli. And I'm uh, Matt. Uh, this is a podcast <laughs> about the SCP Foundation. Uh... If you yes, don't know is. what the SAP Foundation is, I'm kidding. We're not going. We're not going back to that script. Um, yeah, well, that's that's a little. That's, uh, that's a long time ago. <laughs> as, you can go watch for first few episodes. Well, watch the watch <laughs> the first good. like eight episodes or twelve episodes or something. Uh, yeah, Self promotion in the first five minutes, amazing. <laughs> as we mentioned before, my name is Eli. This is my best friend Matt, and today Hi. we are exploring some SCPs. We are exploring all of the SCPs one by one so far. Uh, and we're having a great time with it. Uh, that's great. Hey, hey, it. Matt. Yeah, what's tell up? Tell us what the SP, SCP, SP, 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 the SPP Foundation is. <laughs> what's the PP Foundation is? All right, well, the SCP Foundation is a fictional organization. Um, you know, it's, it, it exists in its own universe. Uh, they collect their own, like, anomalies, weird stuff, you know. Referencing the chair, I'm mm-hmm. not gonna say what it is because you'll have to watch the other episodes <laughs> to get the context for that. <laughs> Freaking newbies coming in on a th- episode, whatever the episode this is. Yeah, how dare what you come and enjoy our episode? <laughs> I can't believe you. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Yes, I love hi, all of you. hi. Hello, people. <laughs> Probably. Hello, everybody. But uh, if you don't really know what the SCP Foundation is, it's exactly what I said. They uh, go around and they collect certain objects that violate. All of the natural laws, like, that thing is floating, that thing is also creating weird time warps, you know, this whole thing could be just a movie, 
Um, <laughs> why hasn't everyone done that yet? Uh, um, yeah. But I mean, they, a lot of they... indie artists have, and I, I have yet to watch the free ones. I will be soon. They're great. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that's the basic synopsis of the SCP Foundation. They, they it's we're, lead, we're reading the list of all the stuff they have in containment. Um, it's a great site. Um, read along with us. Yeah. Uh, so along with these documents in this fictional universe, the SCP Foundation is very secretive. So there tends to be some, let's say, removed portions of their documents. Uh, we will clarify this with a small redacted. Uh, this just states, hey, this portion of the document has a black box over it, or it says redacted. Regardless, it isn't there anymore, and we cannot fill you in. We can fill you in on how many digits it is sometimes, that's what we tend to do. Or if it's a date, or if it might be a name. We do our best to fill you in on what exactly is being removed here. Uh, what will <laughs> never be removed as the 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 best segue in this That's podcast a, uh, is really good segue. <laughs> are our Discord and links in the description. If you wish to check them out, uh, I you know links. Yeah, let me be specific about what the frick the links yeah, are. Yeah, good. Uh, <laughs> the links are to yeah, links are an HTML <laughs> are an HTML to our website. Yeah, no. Uh, the links are to the official documents that we read from uh, on the SCP Foundation wiki. Uh, the Discord link takes you directly to our Discord where you can join and have a great time. Make sure to read the rules and uh, talk with people. People are having fun conversations every once in a while. It's real fun. We're real small right now. We hope to get bigger, because once we do, we plan on doing some audience participation of some kind. Yeah, it's been it's been great so far. I know it's been sort of slow, but everybody's super fun in the Discord, and it's weird, like I keep saying, it's weird to have our own little community, <laughs> and I'm just, I love everybody. It's great. This is our first <laughs> successful... Well, this is my first successful project with a community behind it. I don't know if this yeah. is Matt's first successful project. I I used to have a thing, but it yeah. wasn't like big or anything like that. It wasn't like you did. You haven't uploaded in more than a year, so <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> but anyway, are you ready for the first SCP for today, Matt? Yes, I am. Sixty-six, Eric's toy. SCP-066, Eric's Toy. Item number, SCP-066. Object class, this is a line through it, a safe pro protist, and it's actually, I guess, Euclid Impetus. Weird. That's a weird object class. I don't, actually. I'm going to look this up. Uh, yeah, go ahead. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I I am at a loss. <laughs> Safe projects and you could impeach. Does that mean it's like pending? Well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's a subclass. A subclass of Euclid or and safe. Yeah. Uh it's never truly explained because only a few artists use it as it is outdated. <clears throat> Oh, it's outdated? It's outdated uh, it is system. an artist's mark to have people instantly recognize their work. So, oh, it's okay. uh, take that however you want. I think it's cool. Okay, so it's... Some people think it's rude, but... Oh, okay. 
That's so it's a, an it's an artist it's an artist mark. It is an artist okay. mark that means it's supposed to mean something, but it doesn't actually because it's never. Oh, fully got explored. it. It's like an in un, it's like an in universe. Like we should we should never know what this means. Exactly. Probably. Okay, I got that. Cool. All right. Um, description. SCP-066 is an amorphous mass of braided yarn and ribbon weighing approximately one kilogram. And ribbon. Uh, yarn. <laughs> Strands of SCP-066 may be taken individually and manipulated. When this is done, a note on the diatonic scale, mm-hmm. C-D-E-F-G-A-B, is produced by the object. So a nor- the, is- the scale that we normally sing in. Right. <laughs> It's a it's a musical yarn, I guess. That's cool. That's pretty. It's like a huh. Alright. When a set of six or more notes are produced, SCP-066 will produce a this is a crossed out another crossed out word, a benign effect of varying nature and duration. Um, I wonder what uh, happened. Yeah. The pro- incident. That's a correction. Incident. I like when they yeah. do this instead of just like redacting instead it. of or or instead of just writing the new thing. Um, oh yeah, I really like when like, it's like, oh no, this is kind of a recent thing, and it used to be this way, but now it's this way. I love that. Yeah, it gives the it gives the impression that this is all like stored in like dusty old file cabinets, and like somebody went through with like a pen, and like we've discovered like we're like sifting through the cardboard boxes of like cold cases and stuff. Like and like, pick it up. It's like, oh shit! Look at this one. Like, like <laughs> we have like a flashlight and we're like looking at it. And it's like all crossed out and stuff. Oh, you're crazy. I, cool. I, I like that aesthetic a lot. Um, if that makes any sense. Oh, no, yeah. Old noir, basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, doing being a documentarian is cool. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. SCP-066 will not respond to manipulation while any effect produced by it is in pro- uh, by is in progress. So it, when it's making sound, it can't be manipulated while it's making sound, I guess. No, it, it just won't do anything. Oh. <laughs> it will just be like, nah. Yeah, so wh- it while, it's, while it's singing or producing a note. Um, can't do anything else. Hmm. Okay. Prior to Incident 066-2, results have included SCP-066 transformed into a small calico kitten for 17 minutes. That's a little yarn kitten. That's great. The kitten exhibited significant friendliness and playfulness and appeared to be declawed. Okay. A song... Alright, this is the second one. A song lasting for four minutes. Acoustic guitar with vocal accompaniment by singer-slash-songwriter. Redacted. Mm. There it is. The lyrics warned the listener not to use sharp objects without parental supervision. Mm. Ah, it's like a kid's... It's, it's an actual kid's toy. I thought it was... Interesting. Ah, okay. To stay... Okay, and then the third one. A small cupcake, chocolate with chocolate frosting, and a lit candle stuck on the top. Notably, the tones produced prior to this effect corresponded to the opening notes of Happy Birthday. SCP-066 became responsive after said cupcake was consumed. They do, because of the context of what it's called, I, I, I'm i very suspicious that this is some kind of object that can just produce things that either entertain or take care of a, a child. 
a child or like a young a child adolescence <laughs> interesting so when a piece is just a single strand of it is like pulled on and wiggled around wiggled it can turn <laughs> manipulated in anyway the, the whole thing turns into a freaking cat it can <laughs> it can it can freaking sing to you and it can turn into a cupcake that's cool. fucking great. And you can eat it, too. Like, you could eat the cupcake. Apparently. The cupcake was consumed. <laughs> what the hell? All right. Just a cool uh, mass of yarns. All right. This is an interesting special containment procedure because the entire first paragraph is, is lined out. Mm. But I'll read it anyway. So this is the part that's lined out, and I'll tell you which... I'll tell you when uh, it's not lined out anymore for those audio listeners. So can't, unless you're reading along. Okay. Special containment procedures. SCP-066 is to be kept in a safe deposit box at Site-21. Personnel level 2 or higher may perform experiments on SCP-066 after filing the rele relevant request forms. Researchers may log the results in Experiment Log 066 Beta. Mm. Alright, that's the end of the crossed out paragraph. So it relatively safe. This is what they do to the key. This is what they do to well, benign safe SCPs. Benign, yeah. They put them, they just put them in a, a little regular old lockbox. Um, level 2, not too high of security either. Just safe deposit box. But the new stuff is, I think it's ramping it up just a little bit. Um, so this is un uncrossed out stuff. SCP-066 is to be kept in a tungsten carbonite box in Site-21's high-value item storage facility. It's, it's upgraded from a lockbox to a high-item storage facility. <laughs> Once every month, this box must be manually inspected for damage to the interior. Footnote 1. Uh, SCP-066 okay. consistently destroys any recording devices placed inside its containment box. Oh, shit. Do you think it's a little sentient if it does that? Oh, absolutely it's sentient. Look at all the shit that it's doing. <laughs> That's creepy as hell. <laughs> okay. If damage is present, SCP-066 must be moved to a new box. Mm. Obviously, don't let it break out. Mm-hmm. This task is performed via a robotic arm capable of performing the task in under three seconds. Wow, that's a programmed that's a arm. <laughs> that's a fast-ass arm, dude. That's a fast arm. And the f yarn breaks through tungsten carbonide. Yeah, tungsten carbide <laughs> is a pretty damn good alloy. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, for for reference, uh, for... <laughs> For work, I'm going into metalworking, machining specifically. We use those as as literally like tool tips. Those are the <laughs> tips of our razor sharp tools. And that's what we're making a box out of. Jesus Christ. We use that shit to cut steel, dude. <laughs> that's nuts. They made a box out of it. This they made a box this out of it. And they're like mm. destroying it. <laughs> That's terrifying and cool at the, the same time. The yarn was so powerful that it destroyed tungsten carbonate. That's oh scary. All right, this is this is the spicy stuff. This is the incident report. Mm, good shit. <clears throat> okay, incident zero six six two. On oh my god, a full date. 
on April 18th, 2008, oh. a D-066-4437 was instructed to use a pair of scissors to remove a portion of SCP-066 for testing. Okay, hmm. normal test. However, when he began to cut it, SCP-066 rolled one meter away from here before stopping and making an undefined <laughs> squeaking sound. <laughs> before he could provide any... Uh, oh, be provided, sorry. Before he could be provided with further instruction, D-066-4437 attempted to cut it again. <laughs> SCP-066 rolled away, produced the phrase... Are you Eric? Uh, in re in response, <laughs> oh no! Mm. After after D six zero sixty six four four three seven replied with in with a negative, SCP zero six six morphed into its present state and began emitting loud dissonant staccato. Staccato. Those are all notes. music terms. <laughs> Yeah, I... Mm. All that means is that the the notes don't make a pleasant sound, and they are... Right. Wom, 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 wom. <laughs> until D... Until 4437... I'm just gonna call him D4437 was escorted from the room. Oh my That's god, it. so it's, it's like trying to scare him with the music. Just... Yeah. Wom, 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 wom. Yeah, like... Like... That's that's terrifying. That would make me freak the fuck out. <laughs> I like how it I, I like how it screams when it tries to like. <laughs> just, ah! Are you Eric? When you try to cut it. Ah! Are you Eric? <laughs> You're not Eric. Get away from me. Testing mic. <laughs> Tested. Ugh. My God. Oh jeez. All right. That would freak the fuck out of me yeah. too. Just like, just just like previous tests have just been like, oh, it's just a regular piece of yarn, and we're using it to stuff. And then, are you Eric? Like, <laughs> I don't like it when they speak yarn. when that's an object. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> just nope. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in a tungsten box. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> All right. After incident 066-2, SCP-066 began to exhibit behavior highly inconsistent with its previous properties. Hmm. SCP-066 now displays significant mobility, primarily in the form of being able to, able to move tentacular portions of itself at very high speed. Oh, good. Another speedy like tentacular monster. Tentacular monster. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> my... F oh, boy, my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> While SCP-066 is either unable or unwilling to use this ability for transportation... It will occasionally attempt to damage its containment by rubbing its strands against the side of the box, gradually wearing it down. Ah. What the f- it, It's so strong that yeah, it wears but... the tungsten carbonite down! I mean, to be fair, we do need to replace our tools every once in a while, so... It's true! Uh. <laughs> this process appears to be usually affected for the, materi for the materials in consideration. Yeah, yarn should not be able to. Yarn should not be able to do that. <laughs> I don't think that's right. <laughs> God damn, dude. Imagine if it was, like, even more like, higher grade of uh, sentience that it could just create weapons. Because if it can create stuff out of like, for kids, like, you know, like a toy or sing or whatever, yeah. it could probably just create, like, a fucking, like, cutter and it just, like, cuts out of the entire 
fucking facility and like runs away with its tentacles and shit. My question is how how the fuck does going with my previous theory? How does this help a child? <laughs> is it trying to very reach... entertained? I guess is it trying to reach Eric? Hey B, is that like, the idea? It needs to needs to go find Eric. Maybe it was made for Eric, and Eric grew out of it and threw it away or something. Well, like it, like it only it. it it's. I, I'm assuming that it's only allowing Eric to cut it. Right, like to manipulate it, its physical form yeah. and stuff. Maybe maybe it was a whole lot bigger. Like maybe maybe Eric used to cut it a bunch. Hmm. Just like just like you're you're not Eric. I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. <laughs> Get out right, of here. Get away from me. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Additionally. SCP-066 will automatically produce notes and effects in the presence of any human, regardless of whether that human interacts with SCP-066. This process takes a minimum of six seconds, there's a lot of sixes, in the aftermath of Incident-066-2. Effects produced by SCP-066 have included... Oh, boy. Oh, this... Okay, so this is exactly what I was talking about. Mm. A single bee <laughs> was released near the containment, stinging D-44336 before flying away. <laughs> it's just a bee. It's the bee. <laughs> it's the bee. The bee was not captured. It is unknown how the bee survived. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, that's the funniest fucking results just from an SCP so far. It's just like, a bee came out of the yard and stung me, ah! and it left. It was just like, see ya. I'm out. Oh, fun fact. I don't know if I'm allergic to bees or not. I've never been stung before. Really? I will. Wow. Yep. Unless I get an allergy test, I will not know. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, I actually haven't been stuck by bees. I just don't fuck with them. I just yeah, I, just I like also sleep. don't. I tend the closest <laughs> they get is near my hands, and then I slap them. You sla <laughs> slap them away. I, I try not to hurt them, but I do push them away from me, and they usually fuck just, off. You just you just blow. Just see. Ya. No, do not blow on them. That that, oh. that makes them attracted <laughs> to your mouth. Gross. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Beethoven's Second Symphony was played over mm. 140 decibels. Causing permanent deafness in three personnel and permanent hair damage in eight others. Let me look up which one that was. Jesus Christ! Beethoven's second symphony at 140 decibels. <laughs> Just ear rape. Ah, the, the second yard. result is at 140 decibels. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's that's amazing. Just ear rape the ear rape the uh, yarn ball. Oh, and the first note is. Bah, bah. Yeah, bah. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah, that would that yeah. first note is kind of annoying. <laughs> that, that first note. Okay, so yeah. the the worst part is we six. I think it's sixty decibels is where we start taking hearing damage. Yeah. And every 10 or every 2 or something like that, it starts, it doubles the amount of sound that actually comes out. Decibels aren't a gradual <laughs> increase. It's like an exponential thing. Right. Like, so, imagine. That's so much. <laughs> That's so much. Oh my god. Permanent deafness. Damaging and eight others, dude. Just half the side is just yeah. deaf. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. God. 
that first note. Right. Wah-ba! Just... <laughs> <laughs> okay. And the third... The third result was... The room containing SCP-066 experienced a sudden and complete absence of light for five hours. Ooh. Personnel in the room reported hearing loud breathing behind their shoulders, although no source was apparent. Thanks. <laughs> That's terrifying. A ball of yarn could actually produce breathing. I know. Oh my. I mean, it did make a cat. That's, oh God, that's terrifying. When it is, oh God, this is the last note. When it's not producing anomalous effects, SCP-066 will say the name Eric consistently in a deep masculine voice. Eric. <laughs> Eric. 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 My God. That's terrifying. I, don't, I dislike. Dislike. <laughs> maybe it's like, maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a ghost or something, like a spirit possessing the yarn. Oh, uh, there's something there. <laughs> there's uh, there's there's a few things stuck in that yarn of mystery. <laughs> God damn, that's super creepy SCP. Just a ball yeah, of yarn. Yeah, surprisingly creepy. That did friendly things until somebody tried to cut it, and then it got pissed. Yeah. And then it got absolutely pissed. Absolutely. Like, are you Eric? <laughs> you know you're not. Kill. Annoy. Kill. Hurt. Annoy. Hurt. Scare. Scare the <laughs> fuck out of. Jeez. Ah, uh, man, don't fuck with yarn, man. Don't respect your yarn. Respect your yarn. Respect it. Respect it. <laughs> Thanks for listening so far to this 33rd episode of SCT, an SCP podcast. I want to remind everyone to follow the podcast on your current platform, be that Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. It shows us that people are listening, and they want more of that crazy, silly stuff we wish to put out to you all. And if you have time, please make sure to rate and review our podcast on any platforms that kind of feature. Also remember to join our Discord, as it's our only way of responding to you guys, and uh, if you have any criticisms, just you know, put them in the Discord. You know, It's like the comment section on YouTube. So make sure to join that if you have any actual, <laughs> actual critiques and stuff. Anyway, thanks for being here and listening to this special project of two nerds who just want to talk about SCPs to each other. On with the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SCP-067, The Artist's Pen Item Number, SCP-067, Object Class Safe <laughs> Yeah, right Description <laughs> SCP-067 is a fountain pen made by a German supply company called Pelican at some point between World War I and II Okay, I do All not right. recognize that Um, It uh, is... It might just be a... Yeah, it, it might be real. I don't know. Yeah, it might be real. Who knows? I mean, I could literally look it up. German company. I could, I could look. Hang on. You keep reading. I'll look all it right, up. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'll be the one who looks it up. Oh, my God. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's switching up. Switching the game. 
Which of the game? It is pale green in color with a single red line going straight down along the side. Okay. I'm oh, yep, it is. Yep, It's real? Yep. Uh-huh, it's real. Ooh. Pelican pens, official de dealer. They're they're very fancy pelican pens. Hmm. God damn, dude, a fucking single pen is $208. I believe that. I have Oh my, my god. My father bought a pen recently. Um and it is a very nice pen. And uh yeah, it's got he like has a, a stand for it. That's how nice. Wow, it is. really? Yeah. Yeah, people really people really prize their pens, man. I it's do crazy. I couldn't give less of a shit what I'm writing with as long as it's a mechanical <laughs> pencil. I don't give a shit. Right. God it's it's like a it's like there's like modern fountain pens too with like ink dippers. And, oh yeah, like uh, the quill wow. too. People yeah, use quill those and, like, because they they have they like make very pretty a wood finish. They make very wow, okay. pretty uh, lines. So assumedly, this is a very f fancy pen. Like this is yeah. extremely. It's a fancy, fancy pen. Like vintage vintage fancy pen that collectors would love to get their hands on. Apparently. Ooh, but this uh, next detail. The shell okay. is oak, so just like you said. Uh, the nice. nib is extremely sharp, capable of piercing human skin if pressed even lightly. Oh, <laughs> great! Yeah, uh, makes sense. So it's not a ballpoint. Um, no, it's a it's a fountain pen. It's got right, that nice little knife on it. Though it apparently lacks a reservoir, the nib never appears to run out of fresh ink. In addition, okay. the pen writes in iron gall ink. Which is suitable for artists, but would normally corrode typical fountain pens quickly. Yes, because it's made of iron, it will it's rust. Made of the tip. iron, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Old school stuff. Man. That's awesome. Okay. Research has surmised that any subject holding SCP-067 loses all autonomy of the hand and arm that grasps it. Full cessation is intact, <laughs> but the arm below the elbow is controlled by unknown forces. Theoretically centralized within SCP-067. Yikes! <laughs> no, I, I don't want to lose control of my hand. <laughs> That's horrible and dangerous. Just like, here, hold this pen. All right. Uh, help. <laughs> help. One effect is that the, quote, controlled, end quote, hand will start to use the pen to write a detailed biography of the individual holding the pen. No! Uh-oh. No. Uh-oh. Do-do-do-do-do-do. Oh, that's... Detailed biography. Oh, what does it know, though? Probably everything, right? Jeez. The biography will include such information as the person's name, okay. age, date yeah. of birth, criminal record, <laughs> fears, etc. What the fuck? <laughs> oh. Other times, the pen has been known to write such things as an occurrence that happened in the person's lifetime, for example. The test subject, 1,204 male, held SCP-067. He began to write a detailed record of a motor vehicle accident he had been in the year before. <laughs> Later, the subject admitted that many details penned in the account were not readily available to him at present oh, my time. God. Oh my so it's God. their life from a third person perspective then. That's crazy. That's it's like a storyteller. Fucking, yeah, that's exactly what it is. That's terrifying. <laughs> uh, I.e., the subject had forgotten many elements present in the written work, including his previous car license plate number, the other oh, vehicle's shit. color, and so on. Oh my God. That's... 
Terrifying. That's so freak. This is literally like I decided to make like a real world comparison that like we always do, but yeah. this is like an actual like Stephen King. Like, <laughs> this sounds like a Stephen King. That like, is re- not wrong. Like movie. Like this could totally be like a short series or something. Yeah. There, this this could be a really cool short story. A, yeah. Uh, a, a, <laughs> the artist's pen. For sure. The subject stated that his memory of the event was so fresh in his mind during the transcription that he could taste the blood in his mouth. Right. Oh, like while it while it was writing for him, uh, it could taste chills. No, <laughs> no, fuck? no, no. Oh my god. Testing mic. Mic tested. Okay. <clears throat> Subjects holding SCP-067 have also been known to create intricate works of art, despite the subject lacking any formal art training or previous tendencies towards drawing. For example, uh, test subject 1102 female, a young woman with no previous artistic experience, was able to draw a winged creature resembling SCP Redacted, described by researchers (laughs) present as data expunged. Oh no, that's fucking horrifying. (laughs) When subjects are asked to explain what happens when they hold SCP-067, the typical response is that the subject freely relinquishes control of their appendage to SCP-067 so that it may complete its work unimpeded. See quoted response one. Oh, It's very important work of of describing stuff and drawing horrifying SCPs in perfect detail. That's cool! (laughs) Despite being instructed to not draw or write, subjects describe feelings of empathy, admiration, and cooperation with SCP-067 that coerces them towards a will not their own. Oh shit, it's like a third per- it's like a second person, like, writing the pen. Quoted response one. I don't really know how to explain it. It just kind of happened. When I picked up the pen, it seemed as if my hand wasn't my own anymore. I knew I could move it if I wanted to. But I chose not to because I loved the picture I was drawing. It was like my hand had a life. Suddenly, my hand stopped, and I realized I had complete control over my hand again and I put the pen back down. I looked at the drawing and saw how beautiful it was. I guess the pen decided it was done and it was finished with me. That's interesting. Um, I mean, that, I guess, interesting. That, yeah, that, so it doesn't like, it, it finishes its work and then it relinquishes control back to you. Yeah. That's really it's, interesting. Yeah, it's just like, all right, you're free now. I finished my work. You can you can put me down. And that's <laughs> we'll get why back it's to safe. we'll get back to doing other things I once would... you pick me up again. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I expected something really bad because it was like, oh, it's really really sharp. I was like, oh, he's gonna stab himself and use that he's as the stab- ink. I swear that's what it that's what I thought it was gonna do. Right. It was gonna it was gonna stab your other arm and then start writing something in creepy. blood or something. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I thought it was gonna do. But I'm really glad it yeah. isn't that. It just it just seems to be carrying out very very detailed and somewhat creepy work, and it can't do like it on its own stuff. Yeah, it needs it needs to have a vessel to on which to control through the pen. Special containment procedures. When not in use or the subject of study, SCP-067 is to be stored in its felt-lined wooden box. The nib is to be corked 
and all art and writings are to be submitted to SCP Research Command for analysis and further experimentation. That's awesome. Yeah, so very fancy pen holders. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. All right. World War II, one or two era pen, too. So this right. is like vintage. This is a very fancy it's a pen. a very old, very fancy pen. Very, yeah. <laughs> cool. Tests and experiments. On redacted date, 20 redacted date, a test was done to see how the pen affected living creatures other than humans. <laughs> this is awesome. I love this. I like more, experiment logs. More of more tests and exper experiments, especially affecting living creatures other yes. than humans logs, please. I No, uh, yeah. No matter how much I, I dislike animal testing, in some cases, this seems very safe. Yeah. Experiment 1. The test subject, a male rhesus macaque, uh, aged That's two... That's a type of monkey. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. Aged two years, four months, who had previously learned how to use pens and markers... Oh. ...was placed in a standard psychological surveillance room. Neural wall coloration, one-way observation mirrors. With SCP-067, a work table, and a pad of paper. Nice. Okay. Subject <laughs> picked up SCP-067 in his left foot, then took it in his right hand, then tasted it. Uh, <laughs> subject then Monkey. put the pen down on the paper and smelled it. After 30 seconds, subject picked up SCP-067 again and began tapping it repeatedly <laughs> on the table. Subject also began tapping SCP-067 on his own body. Subject tapped SCP-067 with increasing force until ink was splattered on his fur. Subject then yeah. threw SCP-067 onto the floor. Subsequent mechanical analysis revealed no damage. He just got splattered with ink. He's fine. <laughs> At this point, subject tore a page from the pad of paper and began rubbing <laughs> it on the ink in his fur. This continued for three minutes. After which, subject clutched the page in his teeth and leapt from the work table onto the ledge of the observation mirror with such force that the table was knocked over. Subject began smearing the ink from the paper onto the observation mirror while making repeated vocalizations. Subsequent analysis revealed that 50% of vocalizations were consistent with the typical distress vocalizations of the rhesus macaque, and 50% were unfamiliar. After six minutes of smearing ink on the observation mirror, subject began tearing at the page with his teeth and claws, but dropped it before destroying more than 20% of the paper. Subject then collapsed on floor, breathing rapidly and repeating the unfamiliar, atypical vocalizations. Subject's handler reports that, once removed from psychological surveillance room, subject's mood improved rapidly. Subject was closely observed for two months following the experiment, but did not repeat the atypical vocalizations. The sheet of paper was filed away and data expunged. <laughs> I can just, <laughs> I can just uh, imagine super serious scientists just like watching this crazy monkey just for six minutes to spare income. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, that actually kind of creeped me out. A little bit? <laughs> yeah. That kind of creeps yeah. me out. Maybe the ink, maybe it just, it didn't like the ink. It is iron-based, so that's probably pretty toxic. I don't know. Oh no, iron iron is usually fine. 
for humans Usually, and okay. most animals. We need iron so in order was, to do certain maybe it was lead in our body. Yeah, it's lead. Lead is very poisonous. Lead is very poisonous. Um, it does have an effect. What I'm yeah. guessing, what I'm guessing is that because we are fully sentient and fully aware of our own bodies and everything. Mm -hmm. It's able to connect it's able, with us. Yes, it's able to talk with us and able, like like they said, able to empathize completely. Like right. animals are, com are, are, are capable of empathy through training, sometimes uh, uh, nurture over nature, but right. it's one of those Mostly things. Mostly instinct. Yeah. Well, and like obviously, this this animal was trained to use a pen, an art. Yeah. So, uh, what happened? <clears throat> that's yeah. That's so fun. That's so yeah. cool. <laughs> Monkey going crazy. Monkey rage. Monkey rage. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's yeah. oh, that's a weird one. It's like that edging is, yeah. on uh <laughs> <laughs> edging on uh maybe don't uh, fuck with that. <laughs> don't, don't, don't touch. <laughs> definitely definitely really cool though to like if if you do start writing your own bi biography, it would be nice to have give that uh transcript to like your family members like if you're like on the verge of death or something That'd like if you give the pen to like a grandfather and writes her whole biography um and get like oh this is super cool i know his whole entire life though awesome like my grandpa was a great guy or something, well, like, something... like my grandpa was a, was a bad guy I don't <laughs> right know. well and something that that i find interesting um is they're not specifying what kind of style they're writing in whether or not it's um whether or not it's like uh, very artful with its with its uh, presentation, or if it's just yeah. producing the facts, uh, which is which is interesting. These are the hard facts. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> if it was like artful, I would assume that it's like a possessed pen of some kind. Possessed pen. Well, it does. It did. I I know this isn't solid evidence, but it did say it does draw sometimes. Yeah, it it does art too. So it might. Yeah. I don't know, man. Just so don't know. Cool. Probably left left open to interpretation. Maybe it writes. Maybe maybe like it, it forces you to write the stuff, and it knows all of the information, but it writes in your style. Huh. That would maybe. be cool. Yeah, like it like uses your style, like whoever is possessing or whoever is being possessed, whoever's arm is being possessed, is the style that it writes in, while also filling in its own gaps of like details and stuff like that, which <laughs> right, like digging deep. Mm. Mine, mine would have a lot of spelling errors. Let's be. Honest. <laughs> yeah, like yours would have spelling errors. Mine would have. Mine would get straight to the point, because that's what I tend to do, is I tend to describe something maybe once, and then move on to the <laughs> next thing that I'm describing. Um, right. So my mine would be very quick. <laughs> unless, unless you're writing a campaign. Unless, no, so that's the fun thing. In a campaign, I've learned that my, my writing, I don't tend to focus on something too hard unless I need to describe every single portion of it. Right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to... <laughs> that was a little too hard. Nice. A little too hard. A little, little too hard. It <laughs> came in swinging there, but... Thanks to...
God damn it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to SCT. Don't forget to follow us for more content in the future on whatever platform you're currently using. We'll be taking more deep dives into more strange and interesting anomalies in the next episode, so stick around. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring every single episode of the podcast. They've been an extremely loyal resource to us uh, for uploading all these episodes that you've been watching. Make sure to check out all of our specials on this podcast. Uh, we tend to reveal a lot about ourselves in those episodes, but we also tend to voice a lot of our uh, uh, findings at the time. Uh, check out our Halloween episode to find out our take on the Halloween monsters that you know and love. Once again, this has been Eli. And Matt on the SCT Podcast. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you, or, you know, hear from you, in the next episode. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Bye!